Welcome to The Complete Angler, your source of information on the outdoor industry in central Canada. With over 35 years in the field, host Don Lamont covers topics and issues with industry leaders and influencers to bring you up to speed on what's happening in the outdoor world. And now, here's your host, Don Lamont. Our guest on this week's Complete Angler podcast has been a friend of mine for many years. I first heard about him when fishing the Kenora Bass International in the early days. Believe it or not, his dad took him into the KBI when he was just 10 years old. Wow. Since that time, he has never looked back on a fishing tournament career that now spans 28 years. He grew up with the Lake of the Woods in his backyard. How good is this guy? Last year in this, he's qualified for the Super Bowl of bass fishing, the Bassmaster Classic. Over the years, he's had his own television show, but it's his tournament success that has made him a household name. He still guides a bit, but he's always working tirelessly to promote his sponsors and the sport of fishing, Jeff Gustafson. Jeff, great to see you, even though it's uh, via Zoom. How you been? Ah, uh, pretty good. Pretty good. We're, we've been pretty lucky, um, you know, mild winter so far. Um, it's been awesome. I've been uh, I've been getting out in the afternoons a little bit, catching some walleyes to eat and crappies, and and uh, you know getting out, out there fishing a little bit. Um, but you know my my new uh, tournament season is going to start here in in about a month, so it's uh, it comes up fast, and I've got a new boat to rig up, and then just lots of work on my my tackle and equipment um, to get ready for for another season, and then going to a couple new bodies of water, the, you know, in some of these first few events. So it's, it's, uh, I haven't done really any research yet on, on some of those, some of those places. So, you know, lots to, lots to keep me busy right now, for sure. You'd think it'd be kind of a downtime and quiet time of year, but surprisingly it's, it's, uh, it's one of the busiest times of the whole year trying. And then also like, um, getting my boat wrapped, getting my truck wrapped, um, have a few different sponsors this year so they're just you know lots of lots of sort of loose ends to tie down before i actually get to go and start fishing congratulations on once again qualifying for the bassmaster classic must have been a crazy year though for you with uh, with the pandemic and covid and how did you manage yeah, to I survive mean, it was it wasn't uh you know it was it was just like not a convenient uh, year for anybody right yeah. so um, I'm very grateful that 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 Bassmaster was able to allow us to have a season and we got to fish so I mean I, I would have had a t I would have been in tough shape otherwise you know just as far as not really being able to guide um, not being able to you know be active in in public events um, you know from doing seminars to shows and, and that sort of thing so it would have been it would have been tough um, I did um, I probably got like eight or 10 days of guiding in over the summer. Um, but like, not, you know, not having Americans in our part of the world. I mean, it's for, as far as tourism goes and guiding and fishing, I mean, it's 80% of the, or more, um, of the action is, is, you know, from us people, Midwest, uh, coming up here to go fishing. So that was a big hit. Um, but, but yeah, we got to fish our season. It wasn't the best year I've ever had, but, um, but I, I had a pretty good year um, and hung in there and I, yeah, I made the classic. So that's the number one goal. Um, and that's going to, that it's scheduled to happen in March. Um, and as of right now, it's, it's, 
they're we're, we're planning to go ahead with it and obviously it'll be a little different this year usually they have a really big expo and sports show going on with with the event and um i'm not sure you know what the status is going to be on that but as far as the fishing goes you know we'll be able to do that at least so I got to ask you, you started tournament fishing when you're 10 years of age and your dad took you, right? So, yeah. So did it get in your blood right, right away or when yeah, did you absolutely. really want to pursue it? Like, like, like you fished the KBI back in the, you know, in the early nineties. And that's, you know, this, that's when this was during that early nineties period. And, um, you know, at, at that time, the KBI was one of the premier events in, in North America, really. So there was a lot of professional anglers coming to fish it. Um, and it was a big event for Kenora. So, you know, prior to getting to fish it, they had a kids, you know, they, and they still do. They have a kids KBI that goes on off the dock. Um, but the event is, is big for Kenora. And, and my parents used to take me down there to watch the weigh-ins and stuff. And I just wanted to go and like see the bass when the guys had in the bags. And, and I mean, even to this day, if I see kids down there near that bag line, um, I always, you know, hey, you want to see some fish and, and, and let them see the fish or touch them. And um, I got to do that. And, and, and then I just, I wanted to be in the tournament in that first year. I mean, it was, our goal was like literally to catch a bass so we could walk across the stage and, and get to weigh in. And, um, and that's, you know, I don't know that we did much better than that, but uh, it took a few years before we got to be competitive. And, um, and then, you know, kind of the rest is history. I've, I've, I've never really had a, a real Monday to Friday job. I went to university in Winnipeg and um, was kind of on the keep mom happy program and didn't know what I wanted to do. And then, you know, once I got done with that, I just sort of, I started to get a few sponsors and I started to do more guiding and then, and, and then fished, you know, we got really good bass tournaments in Northwestern Ontario in the summer and, and fished in every one of those that I could. And I just started to you know, grind out, um, making a living and, and, you know, I'm self-employed. So it's just combining a lot of those different things, some outdoor writing and photography, um, and different, you know, jobs for sponsors. And, and you just try and stay busy throughout the year. Uh, you and me both. I mean, we've both been on the same track though. I'm, <laughs> I started a little earlier than you did, but it, it's interesting how the world's changed. And one of the reasons, you know, that I'm doing a podcast is because there's, the multimedia, there's so many things, pieces of the pie, you know, people want yeah. to see and, uh, and hear about and, and in, it's the information age now because, you know, we're getting so many more new people into the sport of fishing and hunting. Yeah. And, and I mean, we're really lucky in, in central Canada where we live. We, I mean, we just have so much good fishing, so many good fishing opportunities and, and hunting as well. Um, you know, I, I get to travel all over the place. And I mean, there's, there's, there's amazing places to fish all over the U S and, and, and all over Canada, but, but, you know, not many places compare to, to all the different multi-species options we have around here and, and just the scenery and, and remote, you know, if you want to work a little bit, you can really get into some remote bodies of water. Um, it, you know, just we're, we're really lucky. Uh, I can tell you that. I'm going to ask you a tech question because uh, it's so hard to keep up with all the changes that are that are we're being faced with, right? One of them 
you know, Garmin came out with the live scope and wanted to ask you about this. You got to be excited because now hummingbirds coming out with a Lawrence. I mean, for a professional bass fisherman, that's a tool that you can totally utilize. Yeah. I mean, any, any, and not only for bass, I mean, any fish that suspend, um, that live imaging technology, live scopes, um, is going to be, is a game changer. And, um, yeah, you know, hummingbirds bit supported my like entire fishing career. Um, that's all I've ever really ran on my boats. And I, I mean, I, um, love the product, love the stuff. And, um, but, but last year, I mean, I didn't have it. And I, I fished a few tournaments where, you know, it's not, it's not going to be, be the deal everywhere that I go and fish, but you know, at a few events last year, I got my butt whipped by guys, you know, fishing right next to me that had it and I didn't. And, um, you know, so I'm really excited to, to be able to have that on my boat here this coming season for sure. And, and, I haven't, you know, nobody's really seen, um, they've done a really good, Hummingbird has done a really good job of keeping it on the down low right now. Um, it, but, you know, from the people that I've talked to and, and uh, everything I've heard, it's, it's going to be fabulous. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm certainly excited to, for it to be on my boat. The good thing, I think, is that once there's competition, more than one company has it, then the cost price should come down and make it affordable for, uh, for, for most of us. I hope so. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it, it, it is kind of getting out of control, just like the, the cost to rig a boat and to, to have an own a boat, um, you know, but, uh, you know, at the same time, um, the technology is, is crazy. And, and as far as like these motors, I, I had a, the, you know, I've ran this new Mercury four stroke the last couple of years and I put 325 hours on my boat this past year on the big motor. And, wow a lot of those are idling. I mean, some of these places, you know, when I go fishing out here on Lake of the Woods by myself, or if I'm some of the events where we're fishing offshore down in the States, I mean, I'll, I'll spend eight hours a day idling. Like I don't fish. I just idle and idle and idle. And you find those, that's how you find the, the needle in a haystack spots, but the, the motors are so reliable and so good now. I mean, I don't ever even, I drive wherever I want to go and I don't ever even consider that the motor's not going to start or something's going to happen. I mean, um, boats, the boats, um, are, are fabulous. And, um, and then just all the equipment, but you know, I, I don't know, do you, do you need all the technology to go out and just catch fish? No. Um, but it, it sure makes it easier and it sure makes it more fun. I mean, when you, when you can, you know, we all want to, when we go fishing, we, the goal is to catch fish, right? I mean, it's, it's fun seeing the awesome sunset and, and being out there when the sun rises in the morning and seeing wildlife and all that's a big aspect of it for, for many of us. But, um, you know, we all want to catch some fish too. So what were some of the highlights from the past year, Gussie? Uh, ah, highlights. Um, I caught a nine and a half pound bass at this Lake Santee Cooper in South Carolina. Um, at a turn, we ended up having some tournaments in the fall and, it's, it's complete opposite of us down South. Like in the fall, our fishing for everything is, is the best, you know, of the whole year, you know, arguably for, for just about every species. And, um, down South, 
you know, it stays hot kind of later into the fall. The water temperatures are really high. And, and the fishing, the bass fishing is actually pretty tough on most bodies of water in the southern half of the U.S. So we went to this lake that that's known for having a lot of big bass. And I think, you know, we get three days to practice for these Elite Series events. And I, I think I caught like five keepers over the whole three days of practice. I mean, it was super tough. I had a few other bites. Um... And, I, and then, you know, I have a couple friends that I compare notes and share info with, you know, it, while we practice, just to, we help each other out. And, uh, you know, just using some of that information and, and the little bit that I learned, um, I ended up just sort of going in this one area and flipping heavy cover, you know, using an ounce and a half sinker um, and, and punching through like matted, matted weeds. I, I, I've got some cool pictures from that week on my, on my social media on Instagram and stuff. And, um, it's a really fun way to fish. He's a heavy, heavy. I was using a seven eleven extra heavy rod, 65 pound braid. And you, you just flip and try and punch through the holes and like there, you know, maybe half the time your bait will actually go through the mat. Like that's how thick this stuff was. And, um, the first day I caught four fish, I had two, two good ones, like two, five pounders or a four to five pounder and two, like just pound and a half keepers. And then, uh, the second day I caught a, a four pounder on a chatterbait in the morning and then a, maybe another keeper. And at noon, I'm like, please just like two more, three more keepers and I'll make the top 40. I'll make the cut to fish again another day. Um, you win 10,000 bucks if you make the top 40, like that's the goal and uh, I'll, I'll survive this event and get out of here. And then I flip in and I set the hook and it's a giant, a nine and a half pounder. And uh, I caught that, I put it in the live well and uh, I go back up to the front of the boat. I haven't touched the trolling motor yet. And I'm literally like pushed right up against this mat of weeds. And I flip in again, like three or four flips later, just sort of, you know, being really quiet and working this area over. And I get another bite. I set the hook. It's a six pounder. I boat flip that one. And all of a sudden I'm like, boom, I'm fishing tomorrow. Life's good. And those two fish, I ended up catching one more, like just barely a keeper the rest of the day. But those two fish literally got me into the top 10 and, um, you know, it ended up being a great event, but that was the only day of the whole seven days, uh, that I fished there that I caught five keeper bass. Like that's how tough the fishing was, but it was, that that fish was the highlight of my my season for sure now we've spent some time in the boat together and, and you know before all this craziness happened and um you used to have a television show fishing with gussie yeah yeah great yeah. show you can still find that on youtube right jeff yeah 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 yeah, yeah. want to see some old shows from gussie and then he's got of course he's got a social media following that's pretty darn big you can facebook instagram uh the, uh, Twitter. What else? Where else can they find you? Um, I've, I've been doing a little bit of YouTube stuff. I mean, that I'll, I'll do more of that this year. Like I, uh, it's a, it's a lot of work to do that stuff on top of like, you know, being able to be competitive in these tournaments. I mean, it's a lot of, it, it takes a lot of prep and I mean, it, right now I got to, you know, there's, I, I travel with, uh, Chris and Corey Johnston, uh, Seth fighter and Chris grow. Um, so we, we, you know, typically we'll find houses to rent on the lake, wherever we're fishing. And, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, um, time to find, find some of these places to rent. And 
our first event of the year at the St. John River here in a month. Um, last year, we had a really, really good house there that had tons of parking. Um, and, you know, it was work wasn't it was a good, good deal. They, they did, it wasn't too expensive. And uh, Chris went to book that again, um, you know, once we found out our schedule and some other guys from Texas that we fish against beat us to it. They booked it like an hour before. Oh, so, no. Um, we're still trying to find a house for that one. And like, it's, it's, it, that part of it's kind of stressful and, um, yeah. you know, some places it's really easy to find houses to rent and then other places, I mean, if you get closer to the, any of the cities, it gets really tough just because, um, usually there's, you know, we need parking for five big boats and trucks, um, lots of plugins to everyone to charge up at night. Um, no, that's the number one uh, most important thing. I mean, we always have a couple air mattresses between us in case there's not enough beds. Like that's, that's like way down the list of importance for when we're finding, you know, these places to stay. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of work, but the, the, you know, I, I'm a regular guy and I, the sponsorship is, is very important for me and, and allows me to get to go do this. So, um, uh, you know, the, all the sponsors want videos and, and want all that stuff. So it's, you know, something that's something that I'm going to do a little bit more of this year for sure. Well, that's good to hear. No, I don't think people realize what it takes, um, what kind of skill it takes to be a, a really top-notch tournament angler. Like I, was, like I mentioned, I spent time in the boat with you. What impressed me when we fish, especially out of your, your, ba your Lund bass boat, was efficiency, right? If you decide you're going to move yep. a spot, the troll motor's up in five seconds, you better be in your seat. You got your life yeah. jacket on and you're gone. Now, yeah. Yeah. that aside, talk about your efficiency with your tackle. Like, I can't believe how fast you can re-rig and change baits and, you know, so what is your, what's your mindset, right? What's your mindset when you, when you, when you're, you want to be efficient? Well, like we've been building a new garage here out in Kenora where, where I live. And, um, my wife, bless her heart has been, uh, like super helpful with all this started in the summer and literally we just finished like two days ago and it was so stressful because I'm not very, um, very handy. And I've, I've learned a lot, you know, helping some, I've had buddies just come out, you know, to finish it off over the last couple months. And, um, it was just like the never ending, uh, project. And, um, it was, it was kind of stressful and it was, it was making me grumpy and, um, but, but a lot of it, and, and, and I mean, most people would think this is, this is, I feel like most people think this is foolish and stupid, but I, uh, I'm getting more the, the thing that was stressing me out the most was I want to get my fishing tackle in there and start working on it. And just from, um, organizing, um, changing hooks on my jerk baits and top waters and crank baits, um, you know, just pick getting rid of tackle that I'm not going to use and, and, uh, painting spinnerbait blades. I mean, just all, there's just so many little, little things that, uh, you know, cause, cause we only get three days to practice. So you want to be, you, it's so important, you know, most of the time to utilize a, that all the time you have to pre-fish for these, these, these events. And, um, you don't want to be like messing around with your tackle. And then often we'll, we'll actually fish those three days. We got to be off, um, 
the third day, you know, late in the afternoon for a rules meeting, I don't, you know, we, we ended up not having rules meetings through all this COVID stuff, but, but you, by the time you get off the water, do that, have dinner. Now it's like seven or eight o'clock. We still got to rig up a bunch of rods and, and, you know, to, to fish the next morning. I mean, it's not, uh, it's you, when I get out on the road, I mean, I want, you got to be organized. That's important. And so that's, that's a big aspect of it for me. And, um, I don't, you know, I feel like maybe I don't have the, the technical skills that a lot of the guys I fished against do. Like I'm not the best caster. Um, I don't really like specialize in, in any specific techniques other than maybe like some of the smallmouth you know, the marabou jigs and some of the finesse stuff up when we get to fish up north. I, I mean, I, I probably uh, have an advantage over a lot of the southern guys for that. But um, so for me, it's important to, to be organized and be efficient. And, and that's, that's kind of how I survive, I guess, um, doing this stuff. Awesome. Well, you got the uh, Bassmaster Elite Series coming up in a month on the St. John's River. And then it's uh, pretty much a full schedule. I understand you got the, uh, the classic in March. So if yep. people want to follow, uh, one of the neat things about Bassmaster Elite is they have, uh, they go with anglers, uh, 10 anglers, right? Jeff, I think it is. Yeah, we got, they got, they do like, they do live coverage. Um, they call it Bassmaster Live um, every day of our events. So it's, it's actually, um, it's awesome. It's really changed um, the, the way that, that fans can follow it. And I mean, when I'm not fishing after the tournament's over, you know, if I don't make it to day three or day four, I mean, I'm, I get, I'll get, if I'm not driving or going home, I mean, I'm glued to watching that. It's, it's fair. It, you know, if you've ever watched, it's pretty addicting. Uh, well, um, yeah, I, I, I don't get much work done. Trust me. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm kind of one eye here. I'm watching Bassmaster live. And then it, it, it's funny because like, for me, most of the time, like, uh, this last tournament we had this year at Lake Fork, I mean, I had a horrible worst event of my like whole career. I, ha I caught one fish each day and um, you know, this is, this is one of the best lakes in the country and it, it's, it gets a lot of pressure and it was, you know, super tough fall fishing, but um, the guy that won the tournament, I mean, I was fishing, he just smoked everybody, Patrick Walters, a young guy from, from South Carolina. And I like, I mean, I was, I, I watched them fish around me. Like I was in the right area kind of doing, you know, obviously not doing the right thing, but I was fishing around where the fish were, but like not, you know, had no clue. Um, and then watching, watching after, you know, how he was catching the fish. I mean, it just, it made a lot of sense. So, you, you know, you, 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 you have a bad derby, you just learn from it and try to, you know, and you carry on. I mean, I forget about those the day that as soon as I put my boat on the trailer, I mean, it's over. I, I, if you, if you like let that bother you or you carry it, I mean, it's, you know, it's going to not, not be, not help you at all. So you just learn from it, carry on. And, and same, like, that's the one thing about this sport is the highs are so high and then the lows are like so low. And, um, so just, you know, I, I think I try to stay fairly, um, um, you know, neutral, I guess, for lack of a better word, just, you know, and, and that you just, you just ride it out. And, and, uh, you know, fortunately I, I've, uh, last year I had more good days than bad days and, and, you know, I get to keep doing it. That's great. Well, Jeff, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out this morning to, uh, join me on the complete aggregate podcast. 
Folks, don't forget to look Jeff up, follow him on the Bassmaster Elite Circuit and check all his social media and uh, make sure that uh, you, you like everything he does because he's a, a great guy. Thanks so much, Jeff, and good luck on the Bassmaster Elite Circuit this year. Okay, Don, thank you. And you get you and Kevin keep up all the good work at Hawked. And, um, you know, we're, we're sure lucky in Central Canada to have, uh, you know, such a good um, – publication i i i'm a old school i like the magazines and newspaper and um so i'm i'm i feel pretty lucky that 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 you guys get to kick that out you know five yeah times you can a year uh, and you can read uh, articles by jeff on the hooked website and you can read his most recent articles in hook magazine because he's been a contributor to hook for a long time and we really appreciate it yeah no the best good. stuff jeff all right. Okay. Thank you. Well, you have a good day and uh, thanks. Thanks for having me, Don. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for tuning in. Visit hookedmagazine.com to subscribe to The Complete Angler and never miss an episode.